Welcome to Your Bookkeeping Matters. I'm Lisa Turner, bringing you short and snackable weekly episodes on bookkeeping and business matters in an easy to understand way so you can be in control and confident that you know your bookkeeping matters. Let's dive into this week's episode. It's time for the next short and snackable instalment of Your Bookkeeping Matters. Thanks for joining me. Today is all about a topic I've navigated through personally and see it on the regular with our clients over at Accounted For You. And if you've ever wondered how to pay yourself as a sole trader, you're about to find out. If you're joining me for the first time this year or first time ever even, Accounted For You is my bookkeeping practice where we take care of all the nitty gritty details of your financials in your business for you. I'm of course a small business owner myself, so I know all the hats you need to wear and how important it is you outsource those areas you need help with, which for most business owners is of course bookkeeping and it's where myself and my team step in to help you. Now, when I stepped out of the corporate accounting world where I used to work and into running my own business, Accounted For You, I started out with the structure called a sole trader here in Australia. I won't go into why it actually wasn't the best structure for me, but hey, hindsight, right? It's done and it's history, but I myself was a sole trader for several years before my current structure. Now, there's a lesson there which might be coming up in a future episode of the show, but with this particular structure comes the big question, how much do I pay myself? I remember when I was starting out, paying myself seemed like a super distant goal and it wasn't something I was particularly focused on. I instead put my energy into setting up the business and reinvesting any profit I made straight back into the business. If this is an intentional goal, you have to do the same and you have plans in place to meet goals and pay yourself down the track. This is okay because you're doing what works for you. But if you're not paying yourself and you're not stepping back, taking a look at your business overall and paying yourself as a sole trader, you need to think about why you're in business instead of working for someone else. Because Why do you want to do this huge, big thing, running your own business and not be generating yourself some financial income? Something to think about there and check in on where you're at. As I said, this could be totally intentional. You're not paying yourself, but in nearly all cases I see, most sole traders are not able to pay themselves, wish they were able to, and don't know what this means and how to do it. So if you're in business, part of this means earning an income for yourself. It's crucial you pay yourself, even as a sole trader structure. I'll step you through some different structures in a future episode of the show, but for now, I've got a blog I'll link in the show notes for you, which business structure is right for your biz. As I said, unfortunately, it's extremely common for sole traders not to be paying themselves. And when they do, they don't put it through their accounting software quite 
accurately. So listen in. This episode, we will take you through the do's and don'ts of paying yourself as a sole trader here in Australia. There are two main parts to paying yourself when you're a sole trader. First, you need to understand as a sole trader, you are the business. There is no separate legal entity. Put quite simply, what this means is all profit of the business or loss, if this is the case, is all yours personally, regardless of what bank account the money or the profit is sitting in. So let me step you through a quick example to clarify this. You have, for example, $200,000 in sales or revenue, and you have $150,000 in expenses, leaving $50,000 profit. This entire $50,000 is your personal taxable income, even if you've left it in your separate business bank account. This is quite a simplified example, but hopefully gives you the picture. Your tax accountant or tax agent will, of course, work out your final profit or taxable income. They have lots of adjustments they do, but again, it's all your personal income, no matter where the funds are sitting. Even if you only took $10,000 out and moved it to a personal bank account or spent $10,000 on personal things, leaving $40,000, The $10,000 is not your income, the $50,000 is. And this can be a little sticky for some business owners to get their heads around. I get it. So if this is you, make time to chat through this with your bookkeeper or tax accountant to help you understand how sole trader income works overall. So in part two of this, we move on to the actual paying yourself side. But you needed to first understand the part one, the structure and what the profit side means, because the business's profitability is tied to the ability to pay yourself. There needs to be profit or money available for you to pay yourself, of course. You're saying now, okay, I get it. Tell me how much to pay myself. And by paying yourself, I mean how much money to take out of the business's bank account and move it over to your personal account, remembering all profit is your income. But you want to take some money out, of course. And the answer to how much always comes down to a popular response you'll get for most number questions. It depends. This is because it depends on how much you need to pay yourself to make having the business viable. It depends on how much your sales are each week, whether they are consistent and whether you can then take a consistent amount out or do sales fluctuate each week. So you need to change the amount you're paying yourself each week. How much are your upcoming expenses? Do you have the funds aside? Are you getting the picture? There's lots of variables here. And these are questions only you can answer. And you can step through them with either your tax agent or bookkeeper, depending on the question and also their areas of expertise. My general advice is to start with a smaller amount. And if this works well, increase it. If you're not paying yourself please set a goal to be paying yourself something. Even $50 a week is better than nothing and have yourself have a time goal tied to that as in by a certain date in a month, in two months, but try to pay yourself something. If you're a sole trader and you aren't consistently taking out money to spend on your own expenses and yourself, 
please, like I've just said, make this your action from today's episode to set a goal to pay yourself. Because paying yourself is a reward for all your hard work. What I did in my own business, I experimented with different amounts each week, sometimes a percentage of sales until I landed on an amount which worked well for me and my personal circumstances. And I was able to keep reinvesting the rest to grow different areas of the business, like hire team members, set up digital training courses, invest in training myself, new equipment, all the kinds of things you want to do in your business, however this looks for you. But I'm sorry to say there's no perfect formula of how much to pay yourself. It does take a lot of trial and error. There is the huge benefit, though, of being a sole trader. You don't have to pay yourself an amount per an award. You don't have to stick to a certain frequency. You can change the amount up or down as you need to, which, of course, you can't do for your other employees if you have a team. There are a couple of downsides too, though, to paying yourself as a sole trader. You're not required to pay yourself any superannuation. So I would strongly suggest you look into paying yourself some voluntary contributions if your financials allow it. And if your financials don't allow it, incorporate this paying yourself some super in the future into your goals. If you do go ahead with paying voluntary super, your tax accountant will step you through this when doing your personal tax return as there are some additional admin and paperwork to be done. And the other drawback taxes. I'm talking income taxes. Looking back at our basic example from the start where there is $50,000 profit in the business, you'll need to pay the ATO, the Australian Tax Office, income tax on this $50,000. Again, even if you haven't taken it all back out of the business bank account. So it's important to pop some savings aside through the year for your income tax return. You can check in with your trusty tax agent along the way through the year if profits are looking good and they will be able to help you with some tax planning on how much tax you might be up for and any strategies they suggest around this. But be aware, you do need to pop some funds aside for your tax bill. And finally, remember I touched on this back at the start with the sole trader structure you are the business. There's no separate legal entity. Like if you had a company, this would be separate. And so as the sole trader, all the profit is yours. This also means you can't employ yourself as an employee of the business because you and the business are the same person. Lisa can't employ Lisa. So when you do take money out of your business bank account and spend it on yourself, it goes through your accounting transactions under a account called owner drawings. It does not get coded as wages and you can't set yourself up as an employee and lodge payroll. This is a huge no-no and extremely important thing to be aware of when you are doing your bookkeeping and DIYing and if you're wanting to know where to code the money you take out to. And it's this fact, you as a sole trader can't employ yourself, which has created a common myth, sole traders can't employ anyone. And this is totally incorrect. You only can't employ yourself. 
you absolutely can employ other team members and put them through payroll and all the normal wages things. Please remember when taking business advice or listening to myths and these kind of things, make sure you get your advice from the right sources, not influencers and the like. I've learned so many lessons myself along the way now in my business. I'm super grateful to be sharing them with you because it can be a tricky and lonely road sometimes. I've found this and not a lot of people want to talk about their finances and how much they're paying themselves or if the case may be not paying themselves. And I want to help break this pattern, talk about it, share what you're doing particularly the important topic of paying ourselves for the work we put into everything we do each day. It's important. I can't stress this enough. But today's key takeaways. One, all of the profit of the business is yours personally. It's not only how much you take out of the bank. And two, your wages go through the account or bucket in your financials called owner drawings. And three, you need to remember to pop some taxes aside and look into paying yourself some superannuation. And unfortunately, there's no magic formula to paying yourself. It's a lot of trial and error, and it depends on your unique business and personal circumstances. So do what works best for you and what helps you reach your goals. And remembering your call to action from today's episode, if you're not already paying yourself, set a goal today. Even if it's a tiny amount each week, it's a start. Your hard work deserves it. Now, all the figures and advice I've mentioned, as always, are general. Make sure you get some tailored advice from your trusty professional. I hope this episode provided some clarity for you around an often tricky topic of paying yourself. If you have questions or want to dive a little deeper into this topic, please feel free to reach out through DMs on Instagram and I would love it if you popped your name on the waitlist for my new online training resources coming up soon, Bookkeeping Matters Blueprint over at accountedforyou.com.au forward slash BMB waitlist, which of course I'll also pop that in the show notes for you. If you found today's episode valuable, it would make my day if you shared it with someone you think might also enjoy it, or if you left a review would be amazing. Thanks again for joining me today as a regular or with fresh ears. I appreciate you spending the time listening and I can't wait to share next week's episode with you. 